It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, The Real Ed Oliver, with my guy, Brandon Scott. The Wizards continue the win streak. They have five. They have won five games in a row. Daniel Gafford with a double-double. And we're going to talk about Denny Obvious' performance since Rui has been traded. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. So the Washington Wizards beat the New Orleans Pelicans 113 to 103. They improved to 23 and 26. Daniel Gafford with a double double. Uh, Denny Avdia had a solid game once again with 15 points, nine boards. Todd, Gibbs, Todd Gibson had 10 rebounds as well, nine points. Um, Kuzma had didn't have his usual 30-point game, but what were your thoughts about the Wizards' performance and what were your thoughts about Denny Avdia's performance and Daniel Gafford and uh, what was the main reason that you saw the Wizards get the victory over the New Orleans Pelicans? Everybody eats. That's what it is. I think that that is the philosophy. That is what's working, and that's what you want to see from this team, man. Everybody eats. Team basketball, you know, ball movement, man. The team was flowing around the perimeter, man. You know, you saw fluent ball movement. Team defense. Team, the defense was on point tonight. I mean, I can't say a lot about the defense. Um, second chance points that came from rebounds. We controlled the paint. We out-rebounded them 53-42. to 42. Offensive rebounds 13-8. to eight. Gafford, look at him, man. 21 points, 12 rebounds, 8 from 11 from the field, 5 blocks. 
man, he was the key factor to this victory. He kept us in the game, kept the ball rolling. Gafford, I believe this is the best performance he's had in his career. I mean, he was rocking, man. I love what I saw from Gafford, man. You Now you see why they gave him that extension because you see when he's motivated, when he controls the paint, he controls it. I mean, the landlord, man, he had it on lock. So, <laughs> I mean, I love what I saw from Gafford, man. Um, like I said, the rebound, controlling the paint led to second chance points. We got 25 second chance points. So we extended possessions. So, nah, this was a big team victory. Uh, Denny Avia, man. I'm starting to be a believer a little bit, man. You know, uh, with Rui going to LA, I'm just saying, you know, Denny, his really, the confidence is showing. You know, he his, his play in it shows. He's driving the lane. He's got he's got confidence. The defense is there. I love when I see from Denny Avia right now, man. I really do. 15 points, nine rebounds, five for eight. So it's another good game. So I, I'm, I'm I'm a believer, man. I think Denny may. I'm not gonna say I'm still a, I'm a fan of the Rui train because I'm not. <laughs> but you see the potential with Denny. You know, you see the potential that he has, man. If he can get a consistent three point shot, I'm telling you, he's gonna be a gem. Because I mean, the defense. You know, you see with confidence again with him driving the lane with. With power, man, with confidence. You know, he's so I, I love what I see from Denny, man. Uh, look at this bench, Kendrick Nunn. I can't say enough. 12 points, 5 for 13 from the field. He's been a nice addition. You know, I was I was um a little critical about the trade for him. I, I didn't know how they're going to use him, whether they're going to use him at all. And the way they're using him, I, I like how they're using him. You know, he, he really meshes well with DeLon on the second unit. DeLon again was being himself and Todd, nine points, 10 rebounds. So this was a good team victory. Now, I know they were without Zion. I know that Valachunas went out, but, man, I ain't, I ain't sweating it. Five wins in a row. I like where this team's at right now. 110%, man. A lot of guys stepped up. Kuz didn't have, a, have one of his nuclear scoring games. He had 30 points in back-to-back games, but other guys stepped up. Uh, Daniel Gaffer was huge. Even when Valanchunas was in there, he was getting offensive rebounds. Like you said, we controlled the boards. We controlled the paint. We dominated. Um, Gaffer getting lobs, the one lob that Bradley Bill threw up to Gaff. Uh, Gav just went up there and got that and threw it down. Um, he was huge, man. He was finishing around the rim, 12 boards. He was a plus six um, and five blocks too, man. You know, I know they call him the landlord on the broadcast. Um, he, he dominated, man. And we, we've given Gafford a hard time in the beginning of the year where he was kind of inconsistent, kind of up and down. We were talking about the contract coming up and, you know, how he was, you know, dropping the ball and kind of getting pushed around a little bit. He, he's been the one that has been physical and pushing guys around. I love that for Daniel Gafford. Especially taking advantage of it with Chris has Porzingis being out. He stepped up now. The news came out that Porzingis is going to be available for the Spurs game tomorrow. Um, DeLon Wright was huge uh, uh, last night as well. Um, he had a buzzer beater. He's just been a pest on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we made it tough for Brandon Ingram. Now, Brandon Ingram was getting his baskets. He was getting his buckets, but we made it tough for him. You know, we know how, how he can score very easily. Um, Kisper with four threes. Um, Brad had a couple of turnovers down the stretch, but he weathered the storm and he, he had some big shots down at the end of the game. But Denny, man, Denny was huge, man. And his confidence has definitely skyrocketed since the trade. And I, I, I didn't really agree with what Tommy said that the trade was made because, you know, they wanted more minutes for Denny and Rue was taken away with his, because of was Rue was taken away from his minutes. I just didn't agree with that because Denny was getting big minutes. Denny started in the beginning of the year when Rui was there. So Denny was getting the minutes and there was time where Rui where there were times where Rui was injured and, and Denny was getting big minutes. So I just think it's a confidence thing for Denny. I think he's starting to play without thinking. And maybe some of it is that he's not looking over his shoulder because, you know, Rui, he knows Rui would come in and score and Rui's primary, um, you know, calling or primary role was to score. Now Denny's trying to step up and take advantage of some more shot opportunities there. 
Uh, but he's being more aggressive. He's getting downhill to the basket. Sometimes he is shoving guys off with his forearm. But I love the steal that he got on fast break. And then he did the little um, gesture with his hands, like locked. I don't know what kind of gesture it was, but, you know, guys were hyped on the bench. Um, that was a huge steal and finish for him, 15 points. And he's been rebounding his butt off. He's really been rebounding the ball, nine boards. He almost had another double-double. He had two double-doubles in a row before that. Um, so that was huge. Um, and Kendrick Nunn, man, he, he's been he's been an unsung hero off the bench too, man. 12 points, two threes. Todd Gibson was huge. To take an elbow to the floor, to the head like that, um, you know, he's a tough guy. I thought – I definitely think it was a flagrant one. I didn't agree with them kicking – uh, Jonas Valanciunas out of the game, but I definitely think it was it was an unnecessary hit to the head. I think it, it was it wasn't a basketball move, and um, I do think he definitely deserved a flavor one. But Taj was huge, nine points in boards. Um, but overall, just looking at the three point shooting too, Corey Kisper hitting four threes, thirty percent from the three, um, not great, but we did a good job defensively against the uh, Pelicans, holding them to twenty seven percent from the three point line. Um, we shot twenty nine free throws compared to the Pelicans nineteen. We still had to clean up from the free throw line seventy five percent. We got to shoot better from the three point line. But like you said earlier, 53 boards to their 42. We just out-rebounded it. We just out-muscled them. We look, we look like a team that wanted it more uh, out there. And ball movement, 18 assists. Um, we had 18 turnovers, so we, we, we got to clean that up. Um, six fast break points, 50 points in the paint. We gave it 56. Our largest lead was 16. Um, and like I already said, Denny was a plus 14. Um, Gaffer was a plus 6. Kuzma was a plus 4. Bradley Bill was a plus 14. Um, the only the only negative two I'll say is Bradley Bill. Um, towards the end of the game, he had a couple of bad turnovers. He had a, he did hit a clutch shot, but he's he's really got to clean up those turnovers late in the game, and um, he he almost did it again towards the end of the game. Yeah, with the good comes the bad and the ugly, and I, I agree. Turnovers need to be cleaned up. Uh, we we say it all the time. Bradley Bill with his you know he continues to have turnovers in the clutch. The Bradley Bill that I like is a guy who kind of falls into his role, which is score. You know, when, he, when he's not the guy, when he's not the orchestrator, when the offense goes to Kuz or KP, I believe it's a lot more fluent. And I think it works for Bradley Bill when he steps back and he becomes a scorer. You know, he's just not that guy that needs to handle the ball exclusively, especially not in clutch time. You know, he's proven he, he, just, he shouldn't be the guy. But, I mean, overall, I think he's he, – I, I, he's not 100%. You know, you can kind of see from his play, he's not 100% with his hamstrings. So I think that has a factor with him, especially with his explosiveness. But I think he's going to ramp up. But – this, this this win shows me one thing, man, that we don't – even when the solid three struggles, we have guys who can step up and be productive. Gafford impressed me. You know, this win, a lot of it goes on Gaff, man, because his performance kept us in the game. Gafford was just unreal. I mean, 21 points, 12 rebounds. He was just he, – he owned the paint for that night. They they owe him rent because <laughs> he the paint was his, man. And, um, again, Denny, man, Denny and Kendrick, none, man. You know, like I said, I'm not. I wasn't a fan of the trade, but I do like the addition of none. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say that I do like what he brings to the team, especially from he's got that dog in him. He can shoot. You know, he he can. He's a playmaker. You know, so I like what I see from him. But Denny, you know, maybe like I said, I didn't agree with Tommy Shepard's comments about him holding back Rui because minutes were never really an issue for Denny. But I think that you are absolutely correct e. with him not having to look back. You know, and have that feeling as somebody behind him. He's free to kind of advertise where he's at. And, and it shows his, when his confidence is on, man. We've been saying it all year. When his confidence is on, Denny's a really good basketball player. Now, I believe that he's a three-point shot away from being a really, really good basketball player in the NBA. And he already is, his defense. But him driving the lane, a lot more confident now. And when he's confident, man, <laughs> I'm telling you, he's driving the lane with ease and with power, man. And I love it. So, yeah, man, my biggest takeaways are 
you know, the only negatives are turnovers, 18 are turnovers. So, you know, five from Bradley Bill, they need to clean that up. But a very good team victory. And we're going to do a preview in a little bit. But going into San Antonio, man, I, I didn't see the road trip being this good. But it's been a very productive road trip. So, overall, very impressed. Another good team victory, fifth in a row. Right, yeah, Denny shot three threes. He made one out of three. He started off high. He made his first three or four shots. Um, but confidence is key with him, and man, he's he's definitely stepped it up. And he can do other things. He can defend. He's rebounding the ball at a high clip. Um, I love the way he's played in the last three games. I want to see more. I want to see him continue that too when Porzingis comes back. Because I know Porzingis being there probably will take away from some of his rebounds. Um, but I, I want to see him keep it up. And uh, Monte Morris, man, he's he's played a lot better too. Six for six from the free throw line. 10 points. I think he's he's really gotten comfortable in, in his role with the team. Like the chemistry's role. Look out now. The Wizards, they're, they're the ninth seed in the Eastern Conference. They're the ninth seed. They're not too far right now. Um, the Bulls are there. It looks like they're falling off. They already got word that Lonzo Ball is not going to, he's nowhere near returning back this year. But we're going to talk a little bit more about the standings and, um, and talk about a preview with the Spurs that we play against tomorrow night. But before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Um, if you if you looked at my picks for prize picks against the Pelicans, I had Bradley Bill for less than 30 and a half points, rebound and assists. And I was right about that. I don't want to be right about that. I want Brad to score more than 30 points, of course, and have more rebounds and assists. But the way he's been playing right now, I just kind of he's still kind of getting back and acclimated to the team and coming back from the injury. So I kind of I just had a feeling he would get less. And then I had less on Herbert Jones getting eight and a half points. He ended up with eight points. So. Um, if you if you put the same picks in, then you would have won some money on price picks. But this is how it works: you pick two to six players, and if they will go sc- score more or less than their price picks projection, you can win up to twenty five times your money on any entry. No competing against other people; it's just you versus the projections available. Price picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, golf, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, golf soccer, WNBA, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PriceFix app or go to PriceFix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PriceFix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PriceFix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, so before we do move on to the um, preview against the Spurs, I did want to talk about the standings a little bit and uh, what you think and how you feel about the plan. Of course, if we do make the playoffs this year, we do um, our pick will convey. It will go to the Knicks, so we won't have a first-round pick this year, which is unfortunate. It's a really good draft, so 
Um, you don't want to miss on the pick, but on the bright side, you know, we ha- we would have more picks available to trade because of the protection would be lifted. Uh, but looking at the standards right now, man, look out. The Wizards, the Pacers just lost to the Grizzlies, so they're the 11th seed. Now the Bulls are the 10th seed at 23 and 26. And we're, now we are the tw- now we're the ninth seed at 23 and 26. The Atlanta Hawks are the eighth seed at 25 and 25. So we're only uh, what one and a half games behind the Hawks and three games behind the Knicks at the seventh seed and four games behind the Miami Heat at the eighth seed. So how do you feel about the standings? We know Ted, you know, says the plan, you know, will never ever tank. So I know he's super excited about the plan. But what are your thoughts about the Wizards and the standings right now going forward? I think before I look at anything, man, you got to kind of accept where you're at you know what what we should do we're not going to do they're going to do what they want to do so you got to put a seatbelt on and kind of go for the ride uh with them intent on with this core of Kyle Kuzma Chris Armazingas and Bradley Bill um I do I do like this squad man I do I do think we are a move away I think we are a deadline move away I don't know what we pick up whether it's a 3D wing or another point guard but I, I do believe we're a move away, but I'm intrigued because, like you said, Atlanta, there's been some turmoil in Atlanta, Chicago, you know, Lonzo's not coming back. So they might be sellers. I mean, you know, I mean, how long are the Bulls going to hold on to their core, man, you know, with them being an aging core? Um, so if you look at the standings, we have a chance to not only get out of this hole, get up, you know, to 500 and above, but we could make some noise. You know, we could challenge for the AC, maybe the seventh. You know, the, but the biggest things with this team is two things. Keeping that philosophy of everybody eats and consistency. You know, if we can keep this team playing at a team game and if we can be consistent, this is a talented team. You know, I think they have, you know, this this core of Kuz, KP, and, and Brad, they're a good core when they play as a team and everybody knows their role. So am I taking back comments before about rebuilding? I, man, I, <laughs> I know people are going to put me on the spot, man, but <laughs> I, I, I'll say this, man. I do like this squad. I do like the squad. Um, I think for me to be a believer in this squad going forward beyond this season, I want to see them get out of this hole, get above 500 and stay above 500. I want to see consistent play and I want to see everybody's philosophy. And if we can get over above 500 and really keep the foot on the pedal, I'm a, I'll be a believer. Matter of fact, I, I'll say this, man. If the Washington Wizards make the playoffs, I would dye my hair blonde. Easy money, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma. I'm telling you, look. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta wear that mask that he wore into the game, the colorful uh, Fat Albert mask that he had on. Oh Lord, they got to do more than that to get that. But <laughs> <laughs> but not seriously, man. They make the playoffs. I'm gonna dye my hair blonde. I already talked to the wife about it. They make uh, the playoffs. I will dye my hair. <laughs> so I I do like this squad, man. I do like this core. I really do. I think that the biggest thing is consistency. You know, none has surprised me a lot. And Denny with the you know with the handcuffs kind of being off to him, man. I like what I see so far. You know, he's still a younger guy. He's still ha- going to have his hiccups, but I like where we're going from here, man. I really do. Mm. Yeah, the, the only unfortunate thing is that you do run into the Celtics if you get the eighth seed. Um, and that's not a good matchup for the Wizards, but who, you know, it, so it, it, the, the the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, basically the top four teams, it, you run into a buzzsaw. Now, if you can fool around and get the fifth seed, which would be a long shot, then I could see them being competitive. But them getting eighth seed and playing the Celtics, rather than you know getting a top five pick, you know you kind of lean towards getting a better player in, in the draft. But you know I, I like seeing this team compete, so I, I, I can see both sides of the argument for sure. I really do. Um, but yeah, as long as I like I like seeing them play good basketball. Right now they're they're playing good basketball. Like they're moving the ball, they're playing well, they're 
running the floor. They're playing the good defense. DeLon Wright's playing good defense. Kuzma's hitting some big shots. Uh, Gafford's playing like a madman. So they're playing good ball, man. I'm, I'm enjoying this. I really am. I'm enjoying this. The next thing you know, the Wizards, hopefully they don't disappoint us because they've done this before. They've gone on five-game win streaks, and they disappointed us. So I just want to see consistency. We're seeing our young guys develop, too. Corey Kisper hitting four threes. Denny is developing. Jordan Goodwin has developed so far this season. So um, I, I love what, seeing this team win and being able to develop our young talent as well. So, But, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the preview real quick. So the Spurs – Right now, they are certainly certainly a lottery team. They're in the Victor Winyaba uh, sweepstakes for sure. They're fourteen and thirty six. Um, Keldon Johnson's a good player. Um, just looking at some of the numbers right now, defensively, they're one of the worst uh, defensive teams in the NBA right now. They're thirtieth um, in defensive. They're thirtieth in in uh, points allowed. They're 29th in points and opponent points in the paint right now. Um, defensive rating, the Spurs are thirtieth in defensive rating as well. So they're they're just a bad defensive team. Um, what's your keys to victory? And you look at their looking at their key players. Keldon Johnson is a key player. Jakob Pertl is a key player. I know they they made him available for trade. You know, they're saying that his value is they that they want uh, two first round picks for Jakob Pertl. I think he's a good player, but I wouldn't trade two first round picks for him. Keldon Johnson had 34 points against the Suns. They just lost 128 to 118 in overtime. Um, Jeremy Sohan, the rookie, had 30 points. He was drafted a couple spots ahead of Johnny Davis. I want to say he might have been drafted like right before Johnny Davis. Um, Kata Bates Diop had 14. Trey Jones, seven points, the younger brother of, of Tyus Jones. Doug McDermott had 10 points. Stanley Johnson, seven points. Malachi Branham was a rookie, five points. So, uh, what are your keys, Ricky? What's your thoughts about the Spurs? And the He's... Wizards haven't beat the Spurs since 1999. Tim Duncan was on that team, Avery Johnson, and Dave Robinson. So, that's been a long time since the Wizards <laughs> have won in San Antonio. Good God, Avery Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, keys to victory. I got three up, man. One, everybody eats. Just keep it going. Everybody eats, man. Let's keep ball movement fluid, man. Team basketball. Two, let's cook them in the paint. I think it's time for KP and Gafford, man. It's a buffet, man. You want to San Antonio? Own the paint. And three, start strong. Keep the foot on the pedal. You know, don't play down to them. Because, look, they're a young team. I, I am intrigued by some of their guys. McKeldon Johnson, man, he's really evolved into a good ball player. Um, I like what I see from Jeremy Soshan. And you know, Yakupoto, man, he can he can he can play a little bit. So they're young guys, they're they're a young team who, you know, if, if we play down to them, they can they can get us. So and we we've been the you know victim to that a couple times this year, kind of playing down the young teams. And uh, because you know, Houston was a close one, but you know, came out as a dub. So that that would be my three keys to victory, man. You know, start out strong, keep the foot on the pedal, finish it up, man. Let's get let's keep this streak going. Yeah, I basically echo you too, man. I think this is a simple one, man. You can't play down a competition. I know they haven't won in San Antonio. I know Greg Popovich is a great coach, um, but we got to jump off. We got to jump, start off fast. <laughs> Excuse me. We got to put our foots on the on their necks. Um, when we smell blood, we got to go for the kill early. We got to put this team away to early, in my opinion. I, I think we're the better team. Um, no disrespect to the Spurs, but I just think the Wizards are a better team. They're playing better basketball, clearly. The Spurs and like 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 you said, I think we should feed Porzingis in the post. I don't see anybody that can check him. Feed Gafford down there too. Get some lobs to him. Pick and roll uh, for Gaff. Kuzma get downhill. Um, and defensively, uh, Delon Wright. We got to get get some steals with him and start some fast breaks for sure. Um, and dominate the paint. Dominate the boards once again. And let's see if we can get some offensive boards and bully them and push them around because I don't see anybody that can really contain Gaff or, or Porzingis. Um, and, and just limit the turnovers. You know, Bradley Bill, I think he's still getting in the swing of things. Five turnovers against the Pelicans, but I think he 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 
still struggled to shoot from the field five for 17, but his shot looked a little bit more fluid. He had a big shot down the stretch against the Pelicans that pull up three. So um, just Bradley Bill, don't force it coming in the flow of the game. That's what I want to see from Brad and, um, and, and feed the ball to Porzingis. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great minds think alike. So before we move on to comments, tonight's episode is brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and, and don't do your taxes. Meet an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. Good God. With TurboTax, an expert will do the taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feel good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax. Full service products only. Be meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. And I guess before we roll into comments um we do the player of the game and the defensive belt real quick so i'm, I'm gonna roll with mine real quick um it's gonna be simple gaffer gets both in my opinion five blocks he's the defensive guy of the game he definitely gets the belt and player of the game like i said his performance 21 points 12 rebounds eight from 11 efficiency in the field eight blocks he's definitely the player of the game for me yeah I, I'm, I'm with you it's either delon right or possibly denny but i, I gotta go gaff too man he was shutting it down um and on both ends rebounding the ball 12 boards he was just a force uh rebounding he, he really was a landlord down there and uh, i thought he, he definitely deserved it he was a player of the game in my opinion too um so sh- shout out to daniel gafford yes sir the landlord i actually like that name man I was... <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into comments real quick start out with galat oh hold on i had him This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You got it. There we go. All right. All right. <laughs> out, sir. What's going on? What a great game. So great to see the team playing some team basketball, and it pays off. Absolutely. Even Bard that had a bad game didn't force the issue and let the game come to him up to the fourth. Man, look. You know, we both is said it, man. Bard? Yeah, even yeah. Bard. Yeah, the glad he wrote Bard, but yeah, he, he means Brad. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're right. You know, Brad, man, yeah. you know, the five turnovers, I get it. You know, we say it all the time, man. Look, clutch is just clutch time in his time, especially with bringing the ball up. Now, you know, shooting and scoring, you know, if you look at the Bulls game, he can make that basket in clutch time, but he shouldn't be the guy bringing the ball up. But now, when, you know, Everybody eats. When they play as a team, man, I'm trying to tell you, they win as a team. And consistency. Those are my two 
biggest things to point out for this team to be successful going forward. So, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, we talked about earlier, Brad struggled down the stretch, five turnovers, but he had some big shots down the stretch as well. Um, that was a big pull-up three towards the end to to separate the lead down the stretch in the fourth quarter. So uh, we got to have Monte bring the ball up, or I'd rather have Ku, somebody else handle the ball in the clutch and set screens for Brad and get him open rather than him initiating offense. Um, I think we have enough ball handlers. DeLon Wright can handle the ball. Kendrick Nunn can handle the ball. Um, and Brad is at his best when he's shooting, not when he's dribbling the ball, you know, 10 times and, and you know, getting trapped and trying to, you know, throw a cross-court pass, you know, it, it just getting getting himself in trouble, dribbling off his feet. I think we have enough ball handlers on this team where we don't have to just rely on a, a Bradley Bill isolation uh, to, to get points down the stretch. So, um, but, yeah, what else did what else did Galad say? He said didn't force the issue. Up to the fourth. Yeah, that's, that's my keys to victory. I just don't want Brad to force the issue. I want him to let the game call it come to him, but be aggressive at the same time. In the first quarter, he was pretty aggressive. He was knocking down some shots. But the fourth quarter, um, he just has to pick his spots. Um, let's see here. Fabulous, fabulous results says I know Valentine's was out, but I want to see them use gaff like that every night. Just throw the ball in the air and he'll go get yeah, go go gafford. That's what I see. That's what I want them to do is get lobs and guys get into the paint. You know, he needs somebody that can get into the paint and get buckets for him and not spoon feed him, but just manufacture baskets for him. Uh, Cause that's what the, that's the kind of player he is. We're not expecting him to post up or shoot threes or shoot mid range shots. He's at his best when he has somebody that can create a shot for him. And you know, when, when it get, when he gets going offensively, you can see that it makes him hungry on the defensive side of the ball. Cause when they're not looking for him and they're not looking to pass on the ball, kind of sometimes he can get a little, uh, you know, lost in the sauce out there and he wasn't in foul trouble too. So that was huge. Um, so I, I do want to see them, feed Gafford more yeah you're starting to see his game mature you really are he's maturing as a player and right now he's playing at a high level you know like I said this win was, it was definitely on him you know for Gafford to be that guy to step up the way he did with Coos and with Bill kind of struggling you know coming back from the injury and KP being out man it just is enough I think that his game has matured throughout the season so I definitely agree let's see this uh comments from TJ Hooks I love the growth I'm seeing from Denny, and yet wondering what's the plan with Nunn and Barton. Man, I, I think Barton might be gone for the deadline, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, with him making 14 mil, I don't know if he's going to budge or try to, I guess, uh, what do you call it, when he um, kind of pay him out, I guess. But I, I don't see that. I think with him making 14, I could see him. I could see Kispert being gone. You know, I like Kispert, man, but I think Kispert could be a, a piece that could be moved because outside of the three-point shots, you know, defensively, he's not there yet. And, you know, so I, I think him and Barton could be targets for – because, I mean, if you look at the one – you know, at the, the guard position, man, he's getting – you got a lot of guys who play, man, so. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Hodoya Pierce says that challenge at the end of the game saved the game. Yeah, that was huge. I wrote that down on my notes too. Um, that was a good job by Wes. Wes Hill Jr., you know, we haven't – I haven't heard a lot of people bashing Wes on social media either. And we haven't bashed Wes. You know, we give Wes a hard time. I got to give Wes his credit, too. I think more is less. When there's less people in the rotation, uh, I think that's when Wes does a better job of managing the game and managing guys. Um, so I, I got I to give some credit to Wes. I think Wes has done a solid job uh, the last couple of games in this five-game win streak. Yeah, I agree. I have nothing negative to say about Wes, man. He's, he's again, he's evolving as coach. You know, he, so I definitely agree with you. Let's see. I see a funny one here, man. It's uh Omer Azule, man. What's up? Player of the game is not Gaffer Denny, it's Spencer Denny. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, look, he might have lit a fire. 
you know, talking junk. You know, look at it. We seem to know a little bit about winning basketball at this point. So I'm just saying. So I got to agree with that. Yeah, um, Spencer Dinwiddie, man, he's just – he's a guy that's still hurt about the Wizards situation, and every time we beat him, he has something to say in press conferences. So I, I love when he starts crying after we beat him. But, um, yeah, uh, Gaff definitely was a player of the game for sure. Um, someone, Ozzy, says blonde Brandon incoming. Yeah, hey, I said it, man. If this team makes <laughs> the playoffs, I'm dying my hair blonde, man. Right. Um Man says now we have to make the playoffs after that statement. Yeah, oh, definitely. That, I, I'm I'm actually rooting us. For, I'm rooting for us to make the playoffs. I would hate for us to lose our first round pick in such a good draft. Um, but I would love to see Brandon pull a Kuzma. I would love to see that happen. Right. Um. Some no, somebody else had a had a, uh, had a question. We're gonna do a mailbag pretty soon. Matt says, "What's the plan with Jordan Go and keep him sell or G League player that occasionally gets called up? He's too talented to go to go away." Um. We're gonna talk about and talk about that in the mailbag episode on Tuesday. So that's a good question. Um. The Capital City Gogo, they did win the other night. I saw Chris Dunn had a game winner in overtime. Um, I would love to see Chris Dunn play. I think he, I think he should be in the NBA. But we just have we we have a lot of point guards right now with none and Monte Morris and Delon Wright. We have so many uh, point guards right now at the moment um, and, and guards because you got to play Brad, of course. You got to play Corey Kispert. So we we have a good amount of guards right now. Um, so Jordan Goodwin, we'll see. Um, but like I said, we'll answer that on Tuesday. Um, Johnny Davis, I didn't look at his numbers. He did have a dunk. Um, I didn't get to see his numbers really, um, but Jordan Goodwin, he did look in the G League game that I watched. I watched a couple minutes of it um, the other night. I'm not sure if you got to see a little bit of it, Brandon. Yeah, I watched the game today, man. Um, the, I believe they were they played as the Long Island Nets. So, yeah, I like, I like what I saw from Jordan Goodwin, man. It, it, that, that's a good question because you got a lot of guards now. Mm-hmm. Now, I was looking at the comments and Fabulous results. Shout out. I, I agree. I, I, I don't want to trade Kispert, but I – I really don't, but you know, you look at the, the over influx of guards, and I think I think we are forward away. So, no, nah, I'm not saying we should because I, I really don't want to get rid of Kispert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would definitely wouldn't trade him right now, uh, especially since he's hot. He's you know he had four threes last game. He's been playing pretty well over the span of the five game winning streak. Um, he's, you need shooters, and the Wizards don't have a lot of shooting. We're one of the bottom three point shooting teams in the league. We've improved in that, but he's a guy when he's hot, he's hot. Um, defensively, yes, he can be a turnstile. He can be a cone on defense at times. Um, but we need all the shooting we can get. We we really we desperately need shooting. And, and when he's spacing the floor and hitting shots, that's huge. And Denny found him for a nice three pointer. Uh, I want to say Kuz found him for a nice three. Kuz didn't score a lot, but he hit, he had a he had a good amount of boards and assists. Um, so he made up for you know his lack of of scoring um, the other night. But um, but yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. We're watching. I'm watching this Chiefs. <laughs> First Bengals game. It's about to go to overtime. So, uh, but Brandon, is there anything else you wanted to? Ah, uh, no, sir. I definitely you? appreciate everybody uh, tuning in Sunday. It was a good team victory. Again, tomorrow night we play San Antonio in San Antonio, eight o'clock. So definitely tune in. Show the Wizards some love. Let's keep this winning streak going. Thank you for making Locked the Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen game to the game NBA every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on Aussie app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, YouTube, we're close to 3,000 subscribers, so definitely like, subscribe, comment below, and hit that notification button. Follow me and my dude, The Real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. We chop it on game days, on the off days alike. So definitely appreciate everybody tonight. Definitely, again, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, San Antonio Spurs, looking to get our sixth win in a row. So everybody have a good night and Peace. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.